Hi there, I'm RN. And I'm AR, and this is the 40-second log and the sixth rant focusing on Pokemon. Broadly speaking, welcome to the Lore Research Lab. Today's thesis, what are fighting type Pokemon and how can we dissect and understand them? It's time to deep dive, folks. Let us begin by referring listeners to our episode on typings in Pokemon games. Like we have an episode called Pokemon Typing that that, that could help. That, that's a good introductory episode to this episode. Um, but if you just don't get Pokemon, then please listen to episode two, where it's an introduction of the franchise, history of it, blah, blah, blah. The short answer of what Pokemon typings are can be heard here. Aaron, take it away from us. Take it away from me. Types or typings in Pokemon is a game mechanic that facilitates the individuality, capability, strength, and so on in a given Pokemon game. It is not the only determinant of these factors, but they are pretty obvious in nature. So types in the game function as a system of determining what is stronger and weaker more specifically, making some Pokemon stronger in some situations and weaker in others. There are 18 types currently, each has a weakness, some specific ones have immunities and each have advantages over different typings. So basically, it's a way of forcing the player to um, make strategic decisions about what Pokemon they do and don't use. Because like if they didn't, so basically it's a way, it's like an integral part of the game because if they didn't exist, then you just kind of choose Pokemon based on aesthetics and like that's not what the game makers are trying to do. It's not designed to be like that. The thing is, is that keep in mind that Pokemon can be played however the beholder wants to play the game. There is no fixed way to play a Pokemon game. But the game is implicitly trying to tell you that it's like if you do this or build your team like this, you're more likely to win in certain situations and in the long run too. If you're thinking long term, then it's better to not have a team that are all a single type, for example. That is one of those things that you got to consider. Yes, exactly. It's like it's an implicit part of game strategy, these typings, because like what typings you have like kind of determines what you're going to be best at. So like if you have a team that's like weak to a certain typing, you need to get a different type to cover your weaknesses, basically. Exactly. And also the way the typings are defined is um, that they are like based on themes or based on elements in the real world. So that can be something like water, for example, or it can be something man-made like steel. Those are both typings out of the 18 that exist in Pokemon games. also have like electric, dark, dragon, fairy. There's a a large and broad variety and they're meant to build off of things that we do have in the real world. That's the interesting part, um, is that themes don't just come out of nowhere. Like water, fire, grass, those those kinds of things are pretty easy to understand because they're elemental, but things maybe that are a bit more abstract like I don't know, dark or maybe fairy. I don't know if that would confuse people, but it's like there are some slightly more abstract typings. But for the most part, once yeah. you know the typing, it's kind of easy to wrap your head around it, like poison typing. Yeah. A lot of the and moves like, associated with poison, poison yeah. typing hurt other players kind of thing because it's poison. It's like not necessarily an mm. illness type thing, but it's one of those specific like it'll damage You know, damage you over time. Exactly. Moves. Yeah. So and like it, also... Like, often, like, aesthetically, types will kind of, like, Pokemon will kind of adhere to it, like, their typing yes. aesthetically. So often, like, lots of grass types look like fruit, for example. Yeah. So in tandem, though, with typings, with these theme element-based uh, aesthetics and integrations are what are called damage calculations or damage categories, um, which dictate how much damage a move does. Or there's other kinds of moves that are like status inflicting. So it'll put the opponent in a fixed state um, for a certain for a certain period of time, or for the duration of a Pokemon battle kind of thing. Um, uh, th- but that's just some other game mechanics that are also affected by typing. Because for the for a lot of the moves that exist, there is a designated element or type that goes along with it. There's uh, stratification to the way that damaging moves work, though. No effect not very effective, effective, and super effective. And then the additional sub category of quad effective when the power, like the power of a move is 
quadrupled instead of doubled because there's a numbering system to that but we won't get into that um, we do so- actually discuss that in the typings episode so if you're confused just go listen to that yes because we're so good with numbers am i right um this will be the first of a series of rants about pokemon typings that we plan to talk about so that way we will do this with other typings follow a similar format where we dissect observe and establish some patterns across each typing as we try and understand them from multiple different angles so it's like what does it mean to have this type pokemon kind of thing so we'll begin this analysis by going over a general overview of overview of pokemon that constitute fighting types the topic of this episode and then in the the overall topic of this episode and then the next section we're going to go over some technical information that involves number crunching so rn please please present a question to our listeners so what are fighting type pokemon these are pokemon that are more offensive in nature as the name suggests it's a fighting type it's like quite hands-on not the like like yeah like yeah wow wow and these are portrayed by pokemon that are what we think of when we think of what a, a typical fighter looks like yeah there are many, like in terms of aesthetics, there are many designs that constitute boxers, bodybuilders, um, but some have like more mixed designs due to having like a secondary typing. Yeah, so Pokemon can have more than one type as well. That's another thing. Yeah. Again, if you're confused, just go listen to the typing episodes. We call, yeah. cover all of this in like depth. So. Yes. Uh, fighting type Pokemon are, as stated by Bulbapedia, able to hit five different types for super effective damage and most for any type. Uh, the most for any typing, which is tied with another typing for first. This makes fighting type Pokemon rather powerful and effective to have. We will get into the like the design side of it a little bit later, but fighting type Pokemon, just like any other typing, have weaknesses as well as strengths. So fighting types are weak to flying, psychic, and fairy. So despite only having three weaknesses those three typings are actually quite common especially in the games that have been released from 2013 onwards because fairy fairy is the newest type that was introduced in the franchise it came it came about in 2013 um so that means that basically up until the year of 2013 fighting type pokemon only had two weaknesses um but because you can actually get a wide variety of flying, psychic, and fairy type Pokemon at this point in the franchise. It's not like fighting type are overpowered despite having good offensive strength and things like that. Um, so basically any game that was released from 2013 onwards, namely Pokemon X and Y, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, Pokemon Sun and Moon and their repackaged versions Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and then finally Pokemon Sword and Shield. So fighting types were introduced in Generation 1 when the franchise first began in 1996, which makes this one of the oldest, among the first typings ever introduced. There are other types that were introduced along the way, but Fairy was like a long time coming. Like there was a long time where a status quo was maintained in the franchise and we weren't getting any new typings. So I'd say fighting types have had like a pretty good run in terms of being on the slightly overpowered side, especially in the early games, kind of, sort of. And then it slowly just got a bit more balanced as time went on. So as a segue, let's get into some technical information, which I'm really looking forward to. (laughs) Numbers are fun! That's why we have a whole segment of this episode designated to it. Yes, we love numbers here. So let's begin with a damage chart, which establishes the strengths and defensive points of a fighting type Pokemon, RN, and I will go through this together. So you'll cover the defensive stuff, I'll cover the offensive stuff. So offensive, this is in terms of what fighting types are super effective against. They can hit dark types, ice types, normal types, rock types, and steel types for super effective damage. Now, um, uh, we'll, we'll get into like the defensive side, I'll leave that to you. But actually, fighting type Pokemon are, the, are actually among the few types of Pokemon that can't hit another type. So, uh, fighting type Pokemon, they cannot attack ghost type Pokemon, because guess what? You can't punch a spirit, folks. You can't do it. Pokemon has told us mm. so. You heard it from us. You understand now. You've been enlightened. Um... So in terms of uh, like de- defense, it 
things that deal super effective damage against fighting types are fairy, flying, and psychic, as we've already before. said. Yes. Um, but it resists. We have established this. Uh, it also resists um, bug, dark, and rock types. So, in terms of like, because you know. So this is another reasons. thing that we we were like kind of I kind of glossed over when we were talking about damages. But basically, some Pokemon have resistance. Well, actually, this is the case for most Pokemon. To be honest, is that they will resist another type. That means that if that Pokemon tries to hit it, it won't. It's deal not as very much. effective. That's yes. like the label. Yes. Like it'll so, come up on the screen. You're like, for example, if I have a bug type Pokemon and I attack AR with, uh, like, I have a bug type Pokemon and I attack AR's uh, fighting type Pokemon, it'll say this Pokemon used this bug type move. It yeah. was not very effective. Yes. So that means for that example. basically fighting type Pokemon, you can like if you're like a fighting type Pokemon can take a hit from a bug type Pokemon, a dark type Pokemon, and a rock type Pokemon. So if you're pitting a rock type Pokemon against a fighting type Pokemon, that's what I would call a mistake. Now, because, um, especially because uh, fighting is super effective against rock, which makes sense. Can everyone seen like that like rock shattering thing that like martial art people yeah, it's, do? Yeah, it's like a like, thing, you know? It's a thing, right? So um, punching rocks is a thing. So, uh, but, Pokemon went, that makes sense. We're gonna uh, put uh, that in. Chop equals breaking of rock. Mm. This is how we establish type advantages. It's very sim- it's, it's like when you boil yeah. Pokemon down to its basics, it's pretty simple to understand. It's a lot of abstract information to throw at someone. But, I mean, that's kind of what we're trying to do by investigating typings because it is a pretty core aspect of Pokemon game playing. Not knowing type matchups, type advantages, all these different numbers, sometimes that can affect the outcome of, like, a battle. Sometimes that can affect how effective or strong the moves you are using. It's good to know those things about moves as well because then it, it, there's a correlation between typing and moves kind of thing now the thing is right? that fighting so, is not super effective against bug but mm. bugs still can't do much to fighting so you could have a bug type pokemon against a fighting type pokemon um and it won't die right away kind of thing but it's still they not just a kind smart of both magic. resist each other yeah exactly it's a weird, so it's a weird that, situation but talking of type mashups right Yes. When I got my very first Pokemon game, which is what, two years ago? It's been yeah. a while. <laughs> and no, it's been more. It's been ago. it's been like three. You know? A bit more. A bit two, more. Two or three years ago. It was it was a while ago. Um, I because um, AR write down all these Pokemon type strengths and weaknesses in this notebook I had with me because I was like I need to remember this otherwise I'm gonna fail playing this Pokemon game. Yeah, no. So I so... actually have this note. I have this notebook with just all all the type matchups, ma matchups like just written out in this notebook. So the I'm thing is, is that to. I mean. You don't need to necessarily have a private lesson with someone that does know type no. matches very you well. Just the thing is, if you're taking, if you're, yeah, you could you could do that. It's just that sometimes it's just simpler to have that information like handy, like right with you, because you never know yeah. when you're thrown into a situation. You're like, oh god, what type is this Pokemon? I don't know. Like, and then uh. after a while, you just kind of get to a point where you just kind of know it, like uh, especially with Pokemon that are on your team. So like forever, I pretty much know all the strengths and weaknesses for every Pokemon I've ever used. Just yeah. because you just kind of get into that, it's just like, for example, I'm like grass types. Whenever I put a grass type out, I'm like, right, don't let it go anywhere near a fire type. Just like kind of automatically. Yes. So um, you just kind of muscle it's, memory. It's that kind of thing. Um, so we've established kind of. I mean, we could go through the like what it doesn't do much against. So something to consider about fighting types is you're not gonna hit these Pokemon very hard. So if you have a bug Pokemon, fairy type Pokemon, flying type, poison type, or psychic type Pokemon, fighting type Pokemon are either not good to use against it in the sense that it's like, it's just not gonna do much damage or it's a mistake because things like flying, yeah. psychic, and fairy will definitely hurt a fighting type like, Pokemon. Continuing on from that, there's often a correlation between what is not very effective and like on something and like if that type is super effective against you so for example if we uh, go back to our little chart um fairy is super effective against uh fighting types and so conversely uh fighting types are not very effective against fairy right like there's a 
So often if something is super effective against, it's like it's not always the case, but often if something is super effective against a type, that type will not be very effective against the thing that's super effective against it, if that makes sense. Yes. Now, Arad, could you tell us a little bit about stats? What are the, what are some, right. some things to keep so in mind? So for this next bit, we're going to talk about stats. Uh, and these are often affected by Pokemon's inherent viability, which is just kind of like a fact of Pokemon games. Yes. Yeah. If you compare a low level, like rat Pokemon, I don't even know, to something like Zacian, which or is the legendary. Or in, Oh yeah, legendaries in Pokemon Sword and Shield. There's just no competition. That rat is getting smushed. Yes, it's just it's not even a, it's just it's just, it's just it's dead. In any case, the Pokemon games have a variety of moves and types of moves, but fighting type Pokemon are pretty straightforward. You hit hard and you hit fast. So let's uh so let's go over what the totaled overall stats of on average of a fighting type Pokemon are. So Again, this is a good thing to go back to episode two if you're just not that informed about Pokemon. Pokemon can evolve. They have different forms. Some of them can't evolve at all. Some of them can evolve, like, can evolve one by one stage, and that'll be its form forever after it finally evolves. And a great deal of Pokemon have three stages. You got the first form, second form, third form. And just like any other Pokemon. So we have existence. like, so we just got a little table here. And it's the fully evolved average stats of a fighting type Pokemon. So if you collect, basically what this table shows is if you collect all the fighting type Pokemon in existence. Of all the fighting type Pokemon and you average them, this is the numbers you get out at the end, basically. Yep. So we got um, HP, which is hit points, I think it's called, but I think of it as health points because that's just easier because this is the health stat of a Pokemon. So that's 83.22. Its attack is 120.64, um, defense is 87.28, special attack is 74.08, um, special defense is 82.26, speed is 88.22, and RN, please read out the total number. So the total, like, the total stat of uh, the average fighting type Pokemon is uh, 535.7, um, that like it's not really a value but um like i'm sure it's like even people who are listening to this who do actually play pokemon i'm sure there will be some people who are listening to this like i have no idea what any of that means yes so um to try and give some meaning to these numbers possibly quite meaningless numbers um we'll give you some comparisons so give us some comparisons yeah so let's let's so we don't want to go too deep into some typings like other typings but what we did was that because it's not gonna mean much if we tell you these numbers and then you have like no clue what these mean if they are in fact meaningless numbers then well we got to have something to compare it to right so that way you can understand the value of it so we have cataloged um the fully evolved stat totals like the averages as well we've cataloged for every typing including fighting types. So for comparison, the Pokemon, like Pokemon that have the highest overall base stat total when fully evolved, like this number, 625.04, that number, that stat total on average belongs to dragon types. So they obviously have the best overall stat total in the entire game. Now the Pokemon or Pokemon that uh, inhabit this typing, they have the lowest and they rest at Wait for it. Drum roll, please. 471.72, and that belongs to bug types. So if we had to say our spectrum is bug type at the bottom, dragon types on top. They are the strongest, and then and so, they are the weakest. Yes. So our like range of base stat totals. Like the base stat total is like the number we read to you at the end. Which is the is 535.7. So our range is the lowest uh, base stat total is 471, and the highest average base stat total is 625.04. Exactly. So as you can tell from those numbers, like there's quite a large spread actually. Yes. But um, at 535, like fighting types are quite solidly in the middle. 
And if you were paying attention to the numbers we read out earlier, which won't blame you if you were not, okay. um, the highest like individual stat for a fighting type Pokemon is its attack stat at uh, 120.64. And that's like solidly quite a way above any of its other stats. Like just um, to its compare. Defense, yeah, just its defense is 87. Its special attack is 74. Its special defense is 82 and its speed is 88. It's like at 120, like that's quite some way above all the rest now, of its stats. Now, bug type Pokemon, for example, overall their attack stat when fully evolved is 90.59. But then if we look at dragon type Pokemon, wait for it, drum roll please. Their attack is like 114.43. Um, what actually reads on the dragon type chart is that they're I mean, I don't, I, again, I want to avoid getting into the other typings in great detail, but their special attack is actually better overall compared to their physical attack. What this actually means, though, is that fighting types have a better, all, better overall attack stat total compared to dragon types, which have the best overall stat total. So what this also shows is there is some meaning to actually dissecting these numbers because then you can actually understand how strong fighting types are compared to other fighting, like compared to other yeah. types in the game based on a single stat. So their overall stat total might not necessarily mean it's like got the highest and it's the best like dragon types. Um, Cause that still counts for something. 625.04, that's a humongous base stat total overall to collect over all um, dragon type Pokemons. That's a lot, that's a Pokemon. That's a lot, uh, a number collecting to do. Fighting types, not all of them are that amazing, but their attack is consistently good. That's what this uh, chart basically shows. Yeah. And also corroborates the fact that this is a, like a very, this is a Pokemon that, a Pokemon that I, I cannot speak English, what else is new? Pokemon that inhabit fighting types, they hit hard and they hit fast. Cause 88.22 is honestly not that bad for overall speed. Um, yeah. Dragon types are still better, but there's a lot that are like, you know, 77.11 um uh, yeah some of them are actually See, faster 70 71.75 like there are a lot that are on the lower side of that of yeah. number so. so the interesting thing about the fact that fighting types have really high attack stats is it actually makes a good deal of sense so attack the difference between attack and special attack is that um attacking moves are physical moves right they're a punch they're a kick yes like something like that uh, it's the same moves. image of like the chop move breaking the rock in half. That is a yeah. physical move. It's the physical move, which makes sense because fighting type Pokemon are very physical Pokemon. Like we yes. said, they look like bodybuilders. They look like wrestlers. We can't, like, we're going to get into of, designs, but yes. Yeah, they're very physical Pokemon. So the fact that their attack stat is really high makes sense because like special attack moves. It's a more abstract um, category when it comes yeah. to damage. So like special attacking moves are much more like, um like breathing fire or spitting water like something yes. like that like it's much more of that like or a long leaf, range or a leaf mystical storm yeah yeah like exactly mystical like supernatural powers whereas attack attack moves are very much like i'm a punch you now there's like there's you know? a move for example like a flying type move called peck well when a bird pecks something let's imagine a woodpecker just banging against a tree right that it's its right. beak it's is, is making contact thing. with the with the bark, so that that is physical, right? But if you were to have, by contrast, for example, breathing fire, that is a more abstract kind of uh, move. It's not necessarily connected to the body. It's kind of a more mythical process, if you will. When we think of something breathing fire, we think of like uh, a dragon, a dragon, for example, right? I think that's like the go-to if you're thinking of things in the simplest of terms. But that obviously very much differs from something pecking at bark or something break or like a hand chopping or like a rock or wood in half kind of thing. So that's you know? the logic that, like that logic applies to literally any type of Pokemon in the game. But in this instance, for fighting type Pokemon, it's like they are very literal types. They kind of, yeah. they, they look, so, they, for the most part, they look like they're typing and all the moves yeah. are very, you know, contact based, so, you know. It makes sense, right? Fighting yes. types have very, have higher, uh, a, like a better, like attackers than dragon types and dragon types are better special attackers than fighting types. And that makes sense. Because, because of the way they're fighting, they're like they're fighting, the way they're typing, like has been created, you know. 
Yes, because I think we can categorize dragons, for example, uh, as more abstract mythical creatures kind of thing like when we think of and often like dragon type moves will be stuff like lasers or breathing fire or or, or pulse type moves like it's a lot more intense yeah. and powerful but still much more abstract like, and like it's psychic not... psychic supernatural yeah that's powers, it's not you know? as literal right but with fighting types it's like you go chop you go kick you go punch you well, go like, swing so for like an example of kick. attack moves and it, like there are attack moves that are called chop kick counter like it's very Low much sweep, like a seismic toss like they're very literal you can they're a yeah. bit easier to understand and i think that's why we're st we, we're starting off with fighting type for a lot of reasons when it comes to this analysis but the nice thing about fighting types folks is they're not as difficult to understand when it comes to other types because we're going to really struggle when we end up talking about the more abstract types like psychic and dragon okay i think that covers about numbers tight like fight like all that like technical information let's start talking about some actual pokemon case studies and their appearances now that we have gone over the game mechanics and technical information about fighting times it's time to talk about aesthetics Woo! how pokemon look sparkle sparkle Sparkle, 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 sparkle. <laughs> you know, there's nothing more connected than fighting type Pokemon that are like burly and strong and sparkle, sparkle. So sparkle, sparkle. We have um, three categories basically, and this this will apply. This will be a good template for literally any other typing you hear about after this. But all Pokemon, or maybe not all, but a lot of Pokemon fall into basically three categories when it comes to how a type is designated to a Pokemon. There are Pokemon that only inhabit the one type, i.e. a pure fighting type Pokemon, don't have any other types. Then you have, um, because Pokemon can have more than one type, maximum two, you can have something that's primary fighting, meaning, because order matters. This is another thing we talk about in the We do talk episode. about this. Um, but if something is primary fighting, that will change what it's weak to. That's, this is very important to keep in mind. And that would be the case for any other typing. But if fighting comes first, that that will change uh what its weaknesses are and that'll also affect I think its this is easier typing. to understand but like an example so for example if you have something that is a primary fighting type and then like its secondary typing is something like grass um let's say like grass is weak to fire yes but um this a pokemon with a secondary grass typing won't necessarily be as weak to fire types as something with a primary grass typing yes so that, that yeah so it will it will kind of even things out but maybe not entirely there are a lot of situations where pokemon get two typings and it's actually very disadvantageous because they end up having way more weaknesses than normal so but good example have... of this there's a pokemon called colossal right it's a rock fire type this is a mistake means, which is a mistake because fire is weak to water and rock is also weak to water. So what that means is Colossal is quad weak to water. It's quadrupled uh, in, in weakness, yes. basically. So basically, um, what that means in practice is uh, in Pokemon uh, Sword, there is a rock type gym leader. His final, his final Pokemon is Colossal. I was playing through this game. Uh, my starter was a water type starter in Talion, which we have talked about before uh, in the starter episode. I love this Pokemon. Uh, but basically what this meant in practice was uh, we were about the same level. Uh, we get to the final bit of the game, uh, the game, the like match, battle. the Pokemon battle. Mm -hmm. uh, he pulls out his Colossal. I pull out my Inteleon. Uh, my Inteleon KOs this Colossal completely from full health to zero health in one water type move because this thing is quad weak to water. So, so I basically just KO it instantly. But like, I didn't even be a level lower than this thing. I KO it instantly anyway because it's quad weak to water. So there's a lot of other things when you consider when you enter a Pokemon battle. But what that example does demonstrate is that it's like sometimes having like two typings is actually not that great but with fighting typings it's kind of it, with fighting types it's actually kind of interesting that sometimes it can make the pokemon a bit better but anyways the three categories we have a pure fighting type primary fighting which means its first typing is fighting and then we have secondary fighting which means that um uh it'll have have fighting come second so let's actually let's go through our list Aaron, and let's talk about some examples so pick any 
to start off with. Obviously, our viewer, our listeners can't see our list, but you'll hear some examples now. So that way, this will make a bit more sense. Yes. Let's start um, off with pure. Let's start off with pure. So let's. Yes. Let's go through some so pure. I do encourage you to like just kind of. I'm pretty sure there might be some links somewhere, but it, there will be links in the description. Um, yeah. One of them will just be for go... the fighting type move page. If you scroll down farther, you can see all the Pokemon that we talk about here. Yes. So just kind of go look up these Pokemon if, if you're, you're not familiar with them. about what we're talking about. Um, so the first, a good example of uh, fighting type, like like in terms of aesthetics, is uh, the Machop evolutionary line. So that's um, Machop. Machop. Machoke? Is then Machop, Machoke, Machamp. and Machamp, right? Uh, personally, I really dislike this evolutionary line. I can't really tell you so, why. I just don't really like it. Maybe but... I can flesh this out a little bit more. So as we discussed with fighting types in the previous section, they are very physical and very, and for the most part, embody what a fighter looks like, what a boxer looks like. Machop was introduced in Generation 1. This makes it a very old Pokemon. It's been around for a very long time. Another thing to know about uh, this Pokemon, though, is it's among many Pokemon that are humanoid-like. And actually, right. a lot of fighting-type Pokemon it's are kind of like that. Yeah. It's also it's blue. Well, okay. It depends. Okay. I honestly <laughs> think this depends on, like, the generation that you were playing okay. the game well, in. Because Machop looks kind of green. Machoke looks like purplish gray. And then Machamp is like this really weird muted grayish green. Like, I don't know what's going on. But anyway, it's like, it's not, it's like blue. It's green. It's gray. Just look it up if you're confused. Because I know I'm confusing myself. But, um... <laughs> The Machop evolutionary line, right? It's actually like putting my personal dislike of this Pokemon aside. It is a very good example of the oh. aesthetics of yeah. a fighting type Pokemon. So, um, Machop uh, and Machoke are both quite like this short. They're like three foot tall, I think. Something, something like, like that. that. They're not something very like that. Tall. They're not very tall, but they have like. Um, in like they do a lot of punching like into like quite boxer-esque they're very boxer-esque this this yeah this Pokemon. entire evolutionary line is all about they're like, very like kind of punching boxer-esque they're very much like um, a lot of fighting type pokemon are like that actually <laughs> but these ones especially uh they're very boxer-esque like so when they throw when they like use a move often you will see them like their animation for like doing that move is like throwing a punch for example yeah, yeah. um and then Machamp, uh, I don't really know why, but it has it has, it has an extra set of arms for some and, reason. And another set of shoulders to go with the new arms, you know. Right, we do actually, I think we talk about the, that in, in our previous in, episode. In our previous episode. We do. Um, we don't talk about that more, but like they get an extra set of arms for some reason. I don't know why. But like they also get like, it also gets like a belt. Like a, like, like a... I don't really know how to describe it, uh, but they get like this, um, like a belt that's like, you know, like the classic, like almost like, it's like almost like a wrestler belt, kind of like for like pro wrestling. They get one of those around yeah, their Yeah, so Machop doesn't have it, but it gets it when it becomes a Machoke. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, like Machoke and Machamp both have this like boxer wrestling like champion belt thing that's like um yeah it's really weird looking but um anyway and like similar to that actually uh the makuhita line from generation three uh... yeah thank you uh they they are also kind of based on uh um... i think there's a bit more of like a martial art touch to it though because yeah um well, I mean, Makuhita, which is the... It's got gloves. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the, which is the Your first favorite. evolution. Your favorite. <laughs> oh, I don't like this Pokemon. Um, alright. It's alright. It KO'd, it killed my Pokemon. Right, yeah, we've had this story before, that's right. Because yeah, we talked I about don't... this in the previous episode as well. Anyway. Um, <laughs> beside the point, but Makuhita is more of a, like, boxing type Pokemon. Because it has, like, boxing gloves, basically. And then when it evolves into Hariyama, it uh, it gets 
three three fingers. Uh, I, it gets like it it's still kind of gloved. Muscle. It wears a, like a like a bandana mm. around its, its head. It's called the arm thrust Pokemon. That's like, it's like description. Yeah, it's great. Um, but it's like it's much more of a like martial arts karate esque. So Pokemon than um, uh, a boxer, but. Uh, the, you know, it, I mean, it's interesting. I'd say those two are pretty archetypal fighting type Pokemon. Yeah. Now let me let me look like that. But let me go into some interesting, uh, an interesting fighting type family, if you will, um, which I which I informally called the Hit family because all the evolutions have like Hit in their name. So, um, Tyrogue is a fighting type Pokemon. It's kind of similar to Machop in its appearance. It's kind of humanoid like. It has like what resemble boxing shorts and kind of has, bandages, like, bandages around its wrists, and it like... also wears shoes. It looks like it's wearing shoes. That's kind of part of its aesthetic. So it looks very kind of it looks like a fighting type. Tyrogue was actually introduced in Generation Two, but the following evolutions were actually introduced the generation before. So it wasn't until like basically like two years later that the Pokemon like the like the company was just like, hey, why don't we give these like Pokemon, uh, a first form that's so much weaker because that's smart. Um, so we got its three evolutions, and I'll I'll tell you how how this happened. So we got Hitmon Hitmonlee, Hitmonchan, and Hitmontop. What's interesting about Tyrogue is that in order to evolve it at a certain level, it needs to meet certain criteria. So in order to get a Hitmonlee, its attack needs to be higher than its defense. If that's the case, then it will become a Hitmonlee. But if its defense is higher than its attack, then it will evolve into a Hitmonchan. Um, then let's say the attack and defense are the exact same. This is why stats matter, and that's kind of why I wanted to talk yeah. about it before. If its attack and defense are the exact same, it'll evolve into Hitmontop. So that makes Hitmontop the most kind of balanced of the- Hitmontop's actually a very scary Pokemon. I don't really like it because it, like, it, like, it, it, like it kind it. of frightens me, to be honest. I feel like Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan, because they're fragile in two different ways, I feel like I can deal with it. But they're all kind of yeah. scary because their stats are actually pretty um, solid. They are. Uh, I don't like Hitmontop just purely from an aesthetic perspective. It's like, it's called the handstand Pokemon, right? Um, it basically, it forever stands on its, it's got like, it's like a spinning top almost. It, it stands on its head and then kicks Although, out at you. The, the newer feet. game animations just make it stand up on its feet, which is kind of boring if I'm going to be honest, so. Yeah. Um. But uh, I've so I, you, you uh, counter one of these, and when I was, I counted one of these when I was playing through Alpha Sapphire, nearly killed me. <laughs> it was actually rather terrifying. I was just yeah, no, so funny. Like, I got my flying type Pokemon out, and I'm killing this thing, and it won't go down, even though fly, fighting, flying, yeah, so, so fighting basically, we're the terrifying. Oren is describing a situation where Oren had the type matchup, right? Like, there's a fly, flying, flying is super effective super against effective. fighting. It might have been a fly, it actually might have been a psychic type. I was like, it was something that was super effective against fighting. It was In a any case, you should have been completely fine, right? But it took me four turns to KO this thing. I was like, and what? that's when things get scary, is that it's not gonna faint right away, despite you having worked out all the, you know, math basically right? in your head. And so it had, I think it had, like, revenge or counter or something, uh, for context, revenge or, like, countered their moves that kind of, they, they take the damage that was done to that Pokemon and then kind of, like, I don't, there's some calculation that they, <laughs> they could, does it back to you, yeah. like, like, like 1.5 times the damage or something like that. They get it's more powerful, so it's like a it's right. called revenge. So it's like getting revenge, and like <laughs> I had to keep using potions on my Pokemon, even though it was so super. As, as you can tell, Orin was very stressed from that experience. <laughs> it was and wildly it's, terrifying. Okay? And, and this is this is a good a good case study as well to see. Just fighting type can scary. be scary, folks. Fighting type can be scary. I'd like to go over. So let's, let's talk about some primary fighting type Pokemon. So Pokemon that have fighting as the primary type. Um, so the first form of this Pokemon that I'd like to talk about is called Riolu. It's pure fighting, but its evolution has a, is, is dual type. So its evolution is one of the best Pokemon actually, I think that's introduced in the franchise, just in terms of general pro, like Pokemon, not legendary Pokemon, Lucario, which is fighting you've steel. You've probably heard of it. If you've ever heard of Pokemon, like the three Pokemon you've probably heard of is like Charizard, Mewtwo, P Pikachu. and Lucario. Well, Pikachu and Lucario. They've now, the four. Lucario's fame 
it it extends past the games because Lucario is one of the few Pokemon that was actually introduced in the Super Smash Brothers Brawl franchise. So yes, um, especially in the newer games, or I think any 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 time like late 2000s onward i think it's been around um lucario is when i can i can attest to the fact it's in super smash bros ultimate for the switch yeah like it's it's here it, and it, it's been it, around for a hot minute it's been it's been it's been there before smash ultimate even so lucario is um this pokemon was introduced basically in 2006 in generation 4 um along with uh riolu um lucario fighting steel is interesting because it's still weak to fighting because of having the steel typing. It's now weak to fire, which it didn't have as a weakness before. Um, but I think it doesn't, I actually cannot remember if it takes super effective damage from flying anymore. Um, I just know uh, fighting, I just know that fairy doesn't I've do never quite used as- it, so I, I, I know, I, I have, so I feel like I should know this, but I don't think fairy does quite as much because steel resists fairy. So- And it's also, is it super effective against fairy? I think it is. If it has a steel no, so if Lucario has a steel type move, it it'll still be it like it can it can KO a fairy. Yeah, type. No, steel steel is super effective against fairy, therefore steel types resist fairy. Yes. Like so, but it's still weak to psychic as a normal fighting type Pokemon would be. So Lucario, um, again, this is the kind of Pokemon you need to look at. It's really interesting because it's not as humanoid. Like it's bipedal. No. But it's not actually that humanoid. I honestly really love its design and it's I a really like great it. it's a really great Pokemon to use um uh power wise for anyone that's familiar it kind with of Pokemon. Looks a bit like a fox. A like little a bit, yeah. Little fox. So it's anyone good. anyone that's listened to uh, any sorry, anyone that's played Pokemon, if anyone that's listening is familiar with Pokemon X and Y, which I know is a very specific example, in that game they actually give that Pokemon to you. Like you get it, it's a reward, it's given to you from another trainer as part of the story, which is kind of fun because I'm gonna be completely honest, I don't entirely hate it when the game gives you a good Pokemon to use because sometimes For free. For you free? Don't have to go out and catch it. You no, yeah, you like, don't. No, and, yeah. and and Riolu is not a common Pokemon in the franchise to find. Evolving it is a bit of a pain, to be honest. I don't want to get into that because it's just too too many things to talk about. But Lucario, oh, it's so good once you have it. So it's like, um, I really appreciate that in Pokemon X and Y they actually give it to you because it's uh, so helpful later in the game. Um, but let's move. Uh, do you want to talk about any other primary fighting type Pokemon, Aaron? Oh. I think we could we can move on to secondary fighting type Pokemon. I can think of a couple, but I feel like we should just kind of we should just get uh, on with the program. We should just so get on with it. Yeah. Let's start with let's go let's finish this section off with secondary fighting type Pokemon. Uh, so this means that they have something else in the first slot. Um, I uh, picked a couple examples. Enough, yes. A yes. lot of the like good examples of this happen to be starter type Pokemon that who yeah. we have already talked about. We have a whole episode. episode talking about starter type Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, funnily, and actually, um, of all the, I, I'm sure there are a couple, but I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like, out of all, because you, as, if you've listened to the starter type, the starter episode, uh, you know that, um, starter types are always water, fire, grass, that's how yes. it goes. It, it's, that's never changed, With, with a few exceptions, but usually that's how it goes. They will, no, but they will, at the very least, they will always have water, grass, fire as their primary typing if they end up having a secondary typing, because not all- No, like I'm saying like, yeah. So um, they, there, there will be these three typings. And like, usually um, in their first form, they'll, there will be like a pure of each of those and then they'll gain a secondary typing as they evolve. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. Um, and of all the um, like starter like types, like uh, fire, water, and grass, uh, fire types are the most likely to get a secondary fighting type. Which I, I'm a bit perplexed by. Like, I don't know why that theme why. started. So the first one on our list out of all the fire fighting starters, because there are three, um, is Blaziken introduced in generation three. Um, so that would have been, I guess, 2002 or 2003. I forget which year. It's one of those two years. Um, uh, this is, if if you want like a really poor description of this Pokemon, it's a fire chicken. It's a bipedal fire chicken. It's a very great Pokemon to use, but it is basically a fire chicken. It's it's tendery chicken. It sure. <laughs> 
Um, actually, here's a good comparison. This Pokemon makes sense, though. You know, I can't hate it. It does. On it's this. a good Pokemon. But here's, like, if anybody here has ever watched JoJo. Oh, no. It's, it's the Pokemon. It's the Pokemon equivalent of, um, like, of. I forget the name of the poke of the stand now. Is the Pokemon equivalent Abdul of stand. Yes, it is. Well, anyways, that was a bit more of an obscure thing. I don't. Yeah, know. if anyone here has ever watched JoJo. So but, I mean, uh, that that's a fun fact for you. But yes, it is. That is basically it. Introduced in the same generation and same games actually is Breloom, which is the second form of a grass type Pokemon. So it becomes a grass fighting type. Breloom is a very interesting Pokemon because it's like. It's kind of just fungus like. Red. That's what it's called. Oh, there you go. But yeah. anyways, moving so on. If anyone to... ever watched JoJo, it's the Pokemon equivalent of Magician. Moving Spread. on That's to Breloom because we have Sorry. to remember this is this is about secondary oh, fighting God. type Pokemon. <laughs> um, Breloom is uh, it's got its like arms tucked in. It's got kind of a long tail. It's a bit. It, it's it's kind of like a a fighting vegetable. If I'm gonna be honest. Um. Yeah, it's like it kind of looks a bit like a T-Rex almost. Like in terms of It's bipedal. It's got really 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 short arms, but it throws a punch and it is actually it's not totally bad honestly. I I like Breloom. Um there's not too much to say about it though. Um and then I do want to mention that it's actually interesting that the secondary fighting type Pokémon that we selected for our examples actually constitute the elements cuz we can talk about the other two fire starters if you want, but I, w I do want to mention Poliwrath. So now we've talked about Blaziken, Breloom, and uh, now we're well, talking I feel about like we've talked about the starters in an episode, so I don't feel like yeah. I mean, we've we've given them. we've given uh, the starter Pokemon all the time in the world to talk about, but this Pokemon, Poliwrath, was introduced in Generation One, so it is actually older than the other po some of the other Pokemon that we've talked about. Uh, it's a frog. It's a fighting frog, guys. It's a fighting it frog. Is. Its mouth it's is a like a gigantic frog. swirl. It has gloves. It looks really mean. I actually had some trouble facing one of these Pokemon, facing this Pokemon specifically See, in one of my games in the last funny, two right? months. Because there's a fight. There's like, it's a fighting frog, it's but it's like a completely frog. different type of frog to like. I don't know. There's like, there's like, you get like quite a few frogs. In... There's a there's a lot of fro of frog no so the, this evolutionary line is interesting because it doesn't become a fighting type until it evolves so its first stage is yeah. polywag and then it's polywhirl and then it becomes polywrap if you give it a stone but then like, if you example, do something like, Greninja is also a frog but like polywrap and Greninja are about as far apart as like yeah they are so types. different and Greninja is also not a fighting type but like, it makes Greninja sense is not a not. fighting type. But like in nice. terms of like they both have the frog aesthetic. There, there's a good number of frog. Well, not a good number, but I should say that frog Pokemon are not new to uncommon. the. They're not they're uncommon. They're not uncommon. Um, but Poliwrath um, is one of those original like, Pokemon. But saying like comparing Poliwrath and Greninja, like I said, is like comparing ketchup and mayonnaise. They're just completely different things. Despite both being like frog based. So what yeah the summary of this section in terms of secondary fighting type Pokemon folks is that you got a fire fighting chicken, you have a fighting vegetable, and you have a fighting frog. Let's move on to the next section where we kind of just summarize all the stuff that we've talked about and also talk about some more subversive case studies i.e pokemon that are fighting types but aren't what we traditionally think of as fighting types so let's get into that so what the heck does this all mean? So let's just quickly review. So what we've understood about fighting type Pokemon is, well, they are strong, they hit hard, they hit fast. They only have three weaknesses, um, but they are they actually kind of balanced. They have good attack stats. They are very they have strong. They really good attack stats. They can hit hard and you should be scared as some of our examples have demonstrated, but they can also have sometimes really interesting um, motifs and designs. Like I do kind of think that our secondary fighting type examples we're all kind of elemental, like, I, I always, yeah. I always, I always like when we stumble upon examples so, like that. in terms of some more subversive case studies of, like, what a fighting type can look like. Just so like, you can get a sense of how, like, I'm gonna talk about this one first because it's possibly 
Like I have many favorite Pokemon. This one is up there. I love it. Okay. It's called Surfetch. Oh yes, what a be what a beautiful Pokemon. It's beautiful. I love Surfetch. Absolute I artwork. I don't. What gen is it originally from? I it's only in Generation Eight. It was only introduced Actually, in the most it? recent games. Yes. Well, that's a surprise. There's not a lot of original. Um, <laughs> Pokemon in Gen 8. <laughs> so, for some context, so Surfetched is the evolution of Galarian Farfetched. Now, Farfetched was a Pokemon that I believe was introduced in Generation 2, which would have been 1998, basically. Oh, I looked it up. It's actually introduced in Generation 1. Oh, wow. Okay, so it's even older than we thought. Okay, so hmm. Farfetched, so just for some context, folks, Farfetched is a normal flying type Pokemon. Not very good, has been mediocre since it was brought into the franchise. It's not great, it, but it doesn't evolve. In Gen 8, but right? Gen 8, they gave it some good treatment. So, like, what they did in Gen 8 is because often, like, what they do when they, like, update a Pokemon is they'll give it, like, a regional variant. So, you'll have, like, a Lolan. There's a Lolan, there's uh Yeah. Oh, so, so this Galarian one is, in this case. So Gen 8 is set in the Galar region, right? So the Galarian Farfetch, they give it a new design. It's and a new typing. Look it up. And a new typing. They make it looks it a so fighting mean. type. Pokemon. It looks so mean. <laughs> it's so good. They so um traditionally uh what a farfetch kind of looked like is it's a normal flying type Pokemon, but it, what would be is it's, it's 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 a duck. Basically, holding a leak. It, it's a duck holding a leak, which just kind of sounds dumb, right? <laughs> Galarian Farfetch, though, is beautiful. It's, it's leak, like, doubles in size. It's, 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 it's like, leak is the size of this, and it kind of, like, slings it over its shoulder. It's like, kinda it uses like, it like a bat. Yeah. So, and it's, really it's such a bat. good Pokemon. It's so good. I love it. It's really, it's got really good stats. Um, it looks really cool. Just look it up. It looks so mean. And then it's it, beautiful. It's, its color palette completely changes when it evolves to basically right? develop a, so, an evolutionary shield and a leak that looks like a sword. And boom, folks, you have Surfetched. Surfetched is beautiful. So Farfetched is a brown duck, right? Yes. When it evolves, it kind of it, like it's like hunched over because it's got this giant leak over sword. its shoulder. Um, oh, right, yeah, it's yeah. A, Before it's it a bat as Farfetch'd, right? But um, when it evolves into Surfetch'd, which is a pain, by the way, but we're it, not talking no, about that. You have to get like four critical hits and we're not, no, we're not talking about it. It's not, no, uh, no, no. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so when Farfetch'd evolves into Surfetch'd, um, it gains like, the, it, the, it brings its leak like upright. It kind of stays the same length. Uh, it color palette changes, as AR said. It becomes a white duck, um, and it it's kind of like comes upright this leak, and it like becomes a sword, and like the ends kind of peel off to make the hilt. Yes. Like just look it up. It looks really cool. And then it it's gains, a very like, well designed Pokemon. It's really good. I love it. Again, I have said this, but it's so good. I use this. I'm pretty sure I've used this Pokemon every single time I have played Sword. Me too. Me too. I totally I'm pretty understand. Sure. I might not. I don't think I. I might not have used it the first time. I think I did. I can't remember. But like, like as soon as I found out about it, I have used it every time as like my default fighting type Pokemon. It's so good. Um, but point is. This, it's a really well-designed Pokemon, but like it's, we put it like in this little like more subversive category because I bet like, cause immediately like it does make sense that it's a fighting type Pokemon, like a sword and shield's very physical, right? Yes. Um, But the fact that it's like, it's a leak and it's a duck, right? That's <laughs> the kind of like more, because obviously originally it was a normal flying type. Which was boring. So, <laughs> which is boring. But more admittedly, that means with the redesign of the Galarian Farfetch'd that it's now a fighting type, right? It develops but, different weaknesses, it gets... Well, obviously, get, that's one thing. But also, the other thing is that, like, it's a bird, first of all. Yeah. I mean, which is not that unusual. You get fighting birds, like, Torch... Is Torchic fighting? No, Torchic is just like, fire. Blaziken is. Blaziken is fire fighting, yeah. Um, well, like, so Blaziken is a fighting chicken, right? So mm -hmm. in... Not like it's unheard of, but also the fact that this weapon is a leak, which would lend itself more towards something like a grass type Pokemon. But Surfetched and Farfetched are both pure fighting types, which yes. is interesting because it like there are elements of its design which lend itself quite nicely towards, if not like other typings, a dual typing at least. Yes. Like like your like 
possibly like it's very easy be very easy to see surfetched and be like your first thought to be like oh that's a dual fighting grass type for example but it's not it's a pure fighting type even yeah. though like elements of it is designed in itself towards other typings so before we get into some of the more outlandish fighting types i'd like to talk about this pokemon which i love very much um called heracross correct me if i'm wrong rn i believe it was introduced in generation four so heracross is a bug fighting type pokemon actually was it introduced in generation two it was introduced I will in generation inter- two i will it, it was introduced was... in just two it was introduced in Generation 2. I was like, I'm going to take ah, that. Yes, okay. I corrected two. myself ahead of time. Folks, I know my Pokemon. We have confirmed it here now. Okay, anyways. So Heracross is a bug fighting type Pokemon that was introduced in Generation 2. So circa 1998, basically. Um, bug fighting. That's a very interesting typing because guess what? Its weaknesses kind of suck. So it no longer resists rock because bug is weak to rock. So that kind of sucks. Um, it's also quad weak to flying because flying yeah. is super effective against bug and fighting so now the damage is quadrupled so that ain't fun it's also weak to fire which it did not have as a weakness if it was just a fighting type now the thing is it's a bug it's based off of a beetle it's based off of a stag beetle actually specifically and i'll just read this from wikipedia um stag beetles are male stag beetles are known for their uh, oversized mandibles which are used to wrestle each other for favored yeah, i won't get into okay never mind but you get the point. It, it uses it for wrestling, okay? Um, so bug fighting makes a lot of sense. Its weaknesses kind of suck, but guess what? Fighting type Pokemon have great offense, so this Pokemon deals a lot of damage. It hits hard. It's and basically it hits a glass hard. cannon. It's basically a glass cannon because its weaknesses don't really give, like, don't lend itself very well to yeah, good Yeah, so defense. if you're against so... uh, flying type as a... Oh, and it's across. also weak you're to psychic, screwed. by the way. By the way, it's still weak yeah. to psychic. So. so if you're against a, like, if you're against a psychic type, that ain't great. If you're against a rock type, that's still not great. If you're against a flying type, run. Like, just take it out of the ring and just go because. No, so you're like, I like what kind of sucks is that it's a very good Pokemon in terms of like it is your standard fighting type when it comes to its attack. Its speed is pretty decent. Um, and it gets a good range of moves as well that it can really benefit from those stats. But as Aaron said, it's a glass cannon. So the thing is, is that you can't really send this thing out against many things without being, without taking some kind of risk. Um, because like I said just now- Unless it's like it's, an ice type or something, then- No, yeah, if it's an ice type or like a steel type, I mean, you should be okay. But like, it, there's, it's few and far between if you think about it, because a lot of its weaknesses are pretty common, like flying, psychic fire especially rock is pretty common to be honest so you're kind of eh, in that department the thing is that like it's it's weird because by gaining the bug typing it gains so many other weaknesses it didn't have and also loses some of its advantages that it did have because if it was just let's say fighting for example which wouldn't logically make sense because this is based off of the stag beetle if this was just fighting you would only have to worry about the standard fairy flying and psychic but now you have to worry about fairy flying flying more than usual fairy flying psychic rock uh fire like it's it's just a lot to take in and bug by the way is usually super effective against uh psychic for example but now it's like if you put a hair across against a psychic type pokemon it's not as clean of a matchup because it's still weak to psychic um so that is one instance where it's like surfetch works really nice for its typing it gets a fairly good stat spread it's it's not quite a glass cannon but it's just like Still, you can't use it against everything, but Heracross is your typical example of a fighting glass cannon. Um, I'd say let's let's get into some more um, atypical fighting type Pokemon now. So why don't you hit us with one, Aaron? Um, so a good example of a uh, more outlandish, shall we say, fighting type Pokemon yeah. is actually going back to Gen 8 is uh, Zamazenta, which is the legendary from Pokemon Sword and Shield, but like you can only get only it, catch it shield. in Shield. Right? I don't, so I don't, under- I don't the understand name... the f- I don't understand the fighting type to be honest with this Pokemon. No, I'm gonna I'll, I'm, I'm gonna get into that. Okay. okay, okay. So um see 
Zamazenta is weird. So, like, <laughs> as the names of the games suggest, right? So the other the other legendary in Sword and Shield is Zacian. Zacian is a great Pokemon, by the way, but it doesn't have a fighting type, so we're not gonna address that Pokemon. No, we here, are but, not. Um, no. no, but just it's important for the context of Zamazenta. So uh, Zacian, like, it's part of its design is it's it's the legendary you can catch in Pokemon Sword. So part of its design is it is holding a sword in its in, mouth. Yes, like That's a good doggo would. For for context, it's a steel fairy type, I believe. I believe it's fairy steel. Is it's one of the it's one or the other. It's fairy steel. Fairy steel, uh, it, which is a really broken typing. But again, not addressing that. Talk about that later. Um, <laughs> Zamazenta, right, is a fighting Ooh. steel type. Is that right? Yes, which is the same as Lucario, by the way, but... Yes, it's the same, like, way around and everything, but, like, it's weird, because it's the legendary you can catch in Pokémon Shield, mm -hmm. which means part of this design is it, like, it has these, like, frills that form a shield around its head, which is strange. Because, like, the steel bit makes sense, right? Because the, the shield is made out of steel. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense, right? Yes. But, but fighting? It's a fighting type. First of all, it's a, it's a defensive Pokemon. Its whole shtick is that it's a shield. Like, it's a shield. So it's like, like oh, I'm blocking you. Addressed. And steel what? types, by the way, have very good defense. So it's like, that's, right, that's fine. Again, so the steel typing makes sense, right? Uh, both Zacian and Zamazenta get like, moves that increase its attack and defense. So Zamazenta gets something that raises defense it's and- like defense. And Zamazenta, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't have its stats on hand, but uh- I'll, I'll like, let you know. Um, Zamazenta has really good defense. 145? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, its attack is like, eh. 130, which is actually not yeah. as bad as I thought it would, but that actually no. doesn't help you in a matchup no. against a fairy type. But it's weird, right? Because it has the good whole stats. point. It's so weird. It's the whole point of a fighting type is to attack, right? We addressed this already. We fighting are pretty clear are really on this, good on this attack. note. Yeah. Like, that's the entire point. But the entire point of Zamazenta is to be a defensive Pokemon. Which is strange. So the the, the typing doesn't really add oh. up. There. No, and, and and funnily enough, is that um, its that, defense that, and its special defense are both really good. Like if you look at like um, it's like both its defense and its special def defense are 145, which for context is really good. Yes. Um, and its attack is 130. Which, Did you again, know that Zacian has the same attack based at as as Zamazenta? So they both do. They both have 130. But it's a fairy steel. So like fairies it's, are usually better special attackers for context. And like, yeah, I don't. If any, if out of the two of them, if anything should be a fighting type, it should be Zacian because it has a sword. So. Which is, so the thing is that Zacian is a broken Pokemon. That is a separate discussion. No, we're not that we talking say, about that. We will. But Zamazenta still doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. Zacian works like in terms of its typing, like it makes sense, and it why we kind of it kind of, kind of makes sense. Well, like not talking about Zacian, but like no, 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 no. Zamazenta is just strange. Why is it fighting? What other why? thing could it be? Like I feel like Dark Steel would make more sense. It, yeah, Darks tend to have quite good defense. And like dark is not that bad, and so, they're both wolves. It's like the like the dark, aesthetic of that, like dog yes. makes sense. They're both know? doggos. They're both doggos. So you can think of like, yeah, exactly. Actually, thinking about it, Zacian as a fairy steel typing doesn't really make much sense either. But we're not okay, talking no, about that. So. No, no, yeah, what, how many times have we said? But we're not talking about that this episode. I feel <laughs> like we need like a counter. Uh, so, so much of like. So, like someone should like someone with like too much time on their hands should like count. That'll those. be me. <laughs> <laughs> be like um, editing this episode one. Um. Okay. You, gonna so, get, like, you got one of those really old-fashioned clickers from railway like railway stations that like. Just, oh like, yeah, one, no that that's the plan. Two, that's the plan. You read my mind. 
So as you can tell, Surfesh is great, Heracross is like a glass cannon, and Zamazenta makes no sense. Now, um, I don't want to go too much I think much that's about it. it, actually. Really? But then I, I want to talk about, real quick, about um, a legendary... Is this a, just a question. Quad. Is this everybody else's definition of real quick, or is this our definition of real quick? It's our okay. definition of real quick. <laughs> um, I see! Uh, you understand now, so you, you get it, you get it. So, um, in Generation 5, so this would have been... 2011 onwards, or maybe it was introduced in Black 2, White 2, I don't know, um, is these, it's a quad, so it's four Pokemon instead of like a trio. So we have Cobalion, Steel Fighting, Terrakion, Rock Fighting, Verizion, Grass Fighting, and then Keldeo, Water Fighting. Um, so why, why do I bring this up? So their typings might be very confusing, and they still are even once you hear this explanation, but these four Pokemon are actually based off of the four Musketeers. If anyone knows about the four Musketeers, each of these are assigned to the four Musketeers. That's actually their like thing. And their, I guess, informal name known in the fandom. Actually, I think this is their formal name. Is they're called the Swords of Justice. So- Yes, uh, I'm looking at the- They're all like quadrupedal um, equine-like official, creatures. Yeah, the official name of it is the Swords of Justice. Yeah, I'm sorry. And the colloquial fan name is the Legendary Musketeers. Yes, because and because I mean they are based off of the Four Musketeers, so it makes a lot of sense. A, a lot of sense. I can speak English. Um, so I just wanted to mention. I mean, this is actually kind of quick. The base actually by... the, the novel that they're based on is the Three Musketeers. Well, I, yeah, because D'Artagnan's not actually, yeah, but kind are. but. Yeah. yeah. For in in the game they are like a, a thing. It's, yeah. Just you, you you get the you you get you get the point. Um but I mean I don't know. They so you get some really interesting fighting type pokemon cuz it's like at, at least from ours more on like atypical examples they tend to be more animal like but are like you know, pure fighting type Pokemon or the one that like we talked about in the previous section, they are much, they encompass fighting type Pokemon a lot more closely and in a way that makes a lot more sense. Um, so that's about all we got, unless you want to talk about any other examples. No, I think, I think that's about it actually. Ah, well, there, there you go, folks. So I'd say this is one of our slightly more organized rants, but our rants are yeah. never that organized. I think I, organized I, is a relative term when it comes yeah. to the pair of us. So, yeah, yeah, the two of us. If you've listened to literally anything else that we've recorded, <coughs> Gerudo episode. <coughs> oh no, 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 no. We're not going. Yeah, season one was not a good time for us because we just we went off the rails. I mean, we still technically do, um, but. This was the last findings on fighting type Pokemon from Pokemon. Thanks for tuning in, folks, and we'll, we'll see, see you, you next, next time. time. Uh, it feels good to get that right. It's taken us a long Nailed time. Nailed it. Nailed it. It's, it's not like it's taken us a year. No, know. it hasn't, it hasn't taken us a year. It's taken us like uh, no, ten, it's ten, ten months. <laughs> ten months. We started getting that right, like, just after Christmas, probably. Probably. Well, yeah, that's even less months. Okay, well. Okay. Well, what skill? It only took us, like, nine and a half months to get that all... right. Time is time. Okay, we're done time here, folks. Time is relative. Time, we're, we're out. Bye. <laughs>